I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. I wanted to let you know, you guys, that my baby is sick again, and I am someone who really does appreciate prayers, so if you guys wouldn't mind shooting up a prayer for his recovery, we would really appreciate it. He is just in the trenches right now. He didn't sleep at all last night, and again, this is the second time that he has been sick in the past like three weeks, and it has been two different viruses that he's had, but both involve really high fevers that are scary as a mom and bad rashes. <laughs> so we've been really dealing with it. Lots of ointment, lots of crying. So anyway, I am just, you know, trying to stay sane. But if I'm a little bit off my game today, that would be why. But that said, we have a big announcement to tell you guys about. We are launching merch for News Du Jour with our new logo and branding on it. So starting this Friday, you will be able to shop our brand new merch with that bright red logo. Think sweatshirts, trucker hats, mugs, stickers, and more. We also know that a ton of you guys listen with your kiddos, especially your daughters. So for the first time ever, we will be launching a kid's News Du Jour hat. So there is a matching adult size one so you can twin with your little one while getting informed together it's a mommy and me situation we love to see it I am so excited for you guys to see August in his little hat he was such a good little model so anyway I'm really pumped to be premiering a kids item and if you guys love this and if you shop it like we can do onesies we can do t-shirts like There's a lot of kids stuff that we can make happen if you guys want that, but we thought we'd start with a hat so you guys can twin and go from there. I hope you guys enjoy it. The merch will, of course, be available on our website, which is www.sugarfreemedia.co and forward slash shop. Or if you end up on the homepage, there's a tab that says shop and you can just click that. There will also be discount codes available just for Labor Day weekend, so starting Friday and through Monday. So make sure you are following us on social in order to get those codes. There'll be a couple little tasks you can complete to get your discount. Stay tuned. I am so excited. So for today, we have no mini stories, so I'll go ahead and jump into our longer stories. We're going to start talking about Idalia. So Idalia is escalating, you guys. By the time you're hearing this, she will have arrived here in the U.S. But prior to her arrival, 46 counties in Florida were ordered to evacuate due to the life-threatening nature of the flash flooding and storm surge that is expected from Idalia. The storm passed Cuba first and made landfall in western Florida 
Experts are saying that this could be a once in a lifetime type of event for certain areas of Florida, such as Tampa. They said that this Category 3 storm could bring storm surge up to 15 feet high and basically send seawater, quote, halfway up the second floor of an average building, end quote. Here's the thing. Florida has seen such storms before, such as Hurricane Ian, but this area of Florida has not. This storm is set to hit the panhandle and western side that has yet to experience this type of extreme condition. And let's be real, Hurricane Ian was no joke, you guys. It was one of the worst storms in U.S. history based on the cost of the storm alone. It is estimated that Ian did about $112 billion worth of damage. I'm going to repeat that. $112 billion worth of damage from one storm. So this storm, Idalia, being compared to Ian, well, it's not giving comfort to anyone on the west coast of Florida. Let's put it that way. Everyone, please tune in to your local weather channels and stay safe. For our next story today, I do want to issue a content warning. This story involves a school shooting. So unfortunately, there has been a shooting at the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill campus. A graduate student has been charged with shooting and killing their faculty advisor. So what exactly went down? Let's get into the details. Around 1 p.m. on Monday, authorities got a 911 call to the campus about an active shooter in the labs building, which is basically at the center of campus. Upon their arrival, they discovered a faculty member had been shot and killed. Fortunately, they found that there hadn't been anyone else shot or injured. Police pretty quickly knew their suspect. They arrested him and brought him into custody by 2.31 p.m. The weapon still has not been located, and we do not know the motive for the killing at this time. But the thing is, this obviously had all the students on campus in a complete panic because the school went into a campus-wide lockdown, understandably, because they simply did not know what they were dealing with. And oftentimes, these types of shooters are trying to kill as many people as possible. That wasn't the case in this instance, but that is where everyone's brain was going. Students were seen jumping out of second-story windows trying to flee the campus. And the university chancellor You know, he offered his condolences, obviously, to the victim's family, but he also extended his thoughts to the students for what they went through emotionally that day. The UNC police chief also vowed to do his best to prevent future incidents like this one from happening, which honestly could have ended so much worse. Our thoughts are with the family of this faculty member, and we are praying for your healing. For our final story today, I want to talk about two different air traffic related stories. So first and foremost, 5,000 pilots are now suspected of concealing major medical problems, but they are still somehow flying. This story actually really hit home to me because I actually knew someone who flew planes for the U.S. military and had rheumatoid arthritis that they were hiding from their superiors. I mean, the military can have you disqualified from flying planes for like 
a cat allergy. So something major like arthritis, which was actually impacting their wrists. Well, I didn't think they should be flying and we actually got into fights about it. I was also worried that they'd be found out and reprimanded. So seeing this headline, well, it definitely hit home because I do know that this type of thing happens. Ironically, too, in this instance, it was actually thousands of military veterans concealing these medical conditions from the Federal Aviation Administration, and they were required by law to report these things for very obvious reasons. Veterans Affairs are investigating this whole situation, but the case has been largely hidden from the public. But what we do know is that 60 pilots who were investigated were ordered to stop flying due to the dangers that their medical conditions posed to passengers. This obviously, the whole situation, points to flaws in the system here. Pilots are subjected to physical exams, but not everything is catchable, like PTSD or really any condition that can't be seen with a basic physical exam. So they rely on the pilots to self-report, and apparently we can't trust them to do that and abide by the law, even at the expense of other people's safety. So for our second aviation-related story today, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like everyone knows someone who has been stuck on a tarmac for hours and hours recently. Maybe you don't actually know them, maybe you just follow them, or they're in your general orbit, but I think we've all seen someone complaining online about being stuck on a tarmac. People were getting faint and feeling sick from overheating and being in such a cramped space for hours and hours on end without food or water and oftentimes without adequate air conditioning. These incidents have become more and more common lately, and now American Airlines is being fined $4.1 million for dozens of these instances. $2 million of that will be doled out to the thousands of passengers that they put through this ordeal, 5,821 to be specific. So crazy, and I'm glad they're getting a little justice for what happened. And that for today is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, tomorrow is always another opportunity to make things right. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. Any little noises you may hear in the background are my rescue pup. He has a little separation anxiety and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh.